So we're here on a nice Tuesday night, uh, a couple days after, well, maybe one of the most miserable days I've ever filmed paintball in. <laughs> that was Sunday at the NXL Windy City uh, Major. It was it was coming down sideways. Um, it was rainy. If you watched the Chicago Bears versus the 49ers game that day, yeah, you, you could see it was it was coming down hard and intense. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're talking about here today on From the Sidelines. Appreciate you guys for checking out another episode. Um, as always, we got our same group of hosts. Um, we got Evan Fernandez from Sacramento DMG Pro. What's good, Evan? You're... Okay, that's all he's got, you're. <laughs> um, we also got Stephen Hatch, a.k.a. Uh, you know, the mullet guy. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Back in action. Back Let's in go. Chicago. Chirac. Chirac, baby. No one got shot. We love that. Um, and then last but definitely not least, Austin Kane. A.K. What's How going on, a.k.a. the mustache man now? A.k.a. Mm. Well, wait. It kind of works because, mm. like, A.K. is, like, your name, but then it's, like, A.K.A. AK 47 inches. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know where I was going uh, there. It's another one of those days where I'm coming off a, a an eight-hour editing bender. So I think... Preparation. I think all we need to know is he is now known as the Mustache Man, <laughs> who lives on Mary Lane. Exactly. <laughs> who knows the Mustache Man? AK is the Mustache Man now for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, I want to get right into this. Uh, we're talking about NXL Chicago. I want to start off with freaking my travel into the event. Um, so I, travel's been a nightmare for like everyone. I feel like this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. my God, dude. So my flights were okay. That's the first time that's happened. Getting in, nothing was delayed. Um, except when we got into Vegas, someone on our flight was having like a medical emergency. So, oh, okay, God. that sucks. Oh, is God. what it is. The other thing that sucks, I only had about an hour layover. I was going to eat Ooh. in Vegas because I was like, all right, I'll eat there. That's like midday and then I'll get over, you know, usually when you get into an event super late, like you just don't have time to like go get food somewhere. So it's like, all right, I'll make sure I eat now. So didn't have time to do that because that we had to wait on the plane for like an extra 20, 25 minutes. So by the time I even got over to my other gate, which was all the way across the Vegas airport, I was like, shit, we have 10 minutes till boarding. And so I went to like go get food real quick. And literally like by the time I'm back, we're already boarding. Now, I, I hate being that dude who like brings full meals on planes. I, I don't know What'd why. It that? just annoys me. Um, dude, I literally like the closest thing was a Burger King. And like I got Ooh. their they're like, BK? their cheeseburger and just smashed it like oh, <laughs> i think i ate that thing in like four bites bro uh didn't <laughs> have any of the fries just uh you know committed to the burger and and went on um but so get on that flight we get into chicago uh, i flew into midway that was okay uh bags took forever dude it was like 40 minutes we finally got those up and then i call my first uber so this one takes like 10 minutes and then it says he's there and then I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm in the the area that it says he's in. And like, I don't see this dude. Like, I, I don't see this car. And I'm waiting like another 10 minutes. I'm like, maybe he's like down the street more and like he's parked. So like I keep walking up and down, try to see if I can see him. Dude is not there. I swear to God. I don't know why his GPS was lying and saying he was there. So I text him and I was like, hey, man, like, where are you at? And he just cancels the ride. So I was like, what? all right, that's like another 20 minutes okay. gone. But cool. I'll have to, you know, find another ride. Um, and at this point, I will mention, it's probably like, mm, we're getting close to like 9.30, 10 now, because I got in, it was around, actually, no, it's probably a little closer to 10 itself, because I got in around 8, 
845 and then like i said bags took a long time to come out so and then plus another 20 minutes so yeah we're, we're sitting right around 10 at this time i call up the second one the dude comes in picks me up and you know it's going good and we're getting a couple minutes away from the airport and he's like man i, I can't drive this far right now and i'm like what, what? what? what's up what? and so little did i know the, the place that i was staying shout out to ryan brochures of Rai Guy media i actually stayed at his house this past weekend um which Thank was dope. I mean, we got, you know, free place to stay and, you know, hooked it up. His wife even made food for us last night. So we got to watch some night push. football with a home cooked meal. It was, it was amazing. Should really appreciate them. Um, but yeah, so that was apparently like an hour ish away from Midway. And I didn't really know that. And so this dude was like, man, I can't do this right now. And like starts pulling over to the side of the road. Now you got to remember, what? I'm a white boy from California and I'm now in Chicago, a place I have no clue, in the middle of the night with a whole bunch of expensive gear and equipment on me. The last thing I want to do is just get out on the side of the road randomly. So, so this dude, you know, he pulls over and I'm like, bro, like, you know, I just need to get there, man. Like, I can tip you a little extra if that helps out. And, like, eventually this dude, like, hassles money out of me. But what a fucking dick. I don't I was like, dude, I don't give a shit. I just want to get to my place safely. So, you know, then we end up riding for, like, silence for an hour. And then, yeah, drops me off, doesn't say shit. But I uh, I gave him a horrible one-star rating because, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you can, like, see the distance if it's a long drive on Uber or Lyft. It'll tell you and be like, hey, this is a long drive. You sure? So he lit it, so he picked. He picks you up, and then mid-drive, he just decides... It wasn't, like, mid-drive, but it was, like, five minutes in. So, like, I was already too far from the airport to, like, just walk back. But, like... You know, he was still like pulling up the directions and everything, trying to get everything figured out. Damn, dude, that's shitty. Yeah, yeah so that was my. Really so I thought I wasn't so even going to make it to the event. That's in. That's actually pretty crazy. I would be actually so upset. Yeah, right? no, I was. I was heated. I, I was heated. I texted I the group the girl, chat. Fuck you, <laughs> dude. I waited. Well, I, dude. Okay, so my 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 thought process is, as mad as I'm going to be at this dude. I'm going to get to my place safely and then I can give him a one star, say, fuck him. You don't do all that shit. Like I'm, I'm in his yeah. car right now. Like let's, yeah. let's just get to where I need to go before we piss this man off. Did you hit him with the <laughs> fuck you as soon as you got there? Uh, no, I still didn't. I was like, oh. whatever, bro. I just got out of the fucking car. Cause Hatch, you like fighting people. I don't, no, I don't no, no. like getting assault upset. and aggravation and battery charges. Hatch, you like no, I hate fighting. No, I'm not Hatch. a fighter. I just, I, I'm all about the love, but dude, that would piss me off. See, but Hatch, that's the thing. You yeah. can't say you're a lover and then also get a gross major and get put into paintball jail. That one is mm. such a weakness, dude. That but it happens. Your, uh... your card got pulled, brother. Yeah, dude, but... you're. Yeah, that's. You guys want to talk about that story deal. a little bit? All right, so I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. <clears throat> so I don't remember what goobers were playing. <laughs> so. uh... It's go. It's coming down. Okay, keep in mind, very first point. I so shoot. Is, What's up? So before you before you start the story, is this okay. Friday, Saturday, or is this, this Sunday? This is Friday. This is Friday. Friday. Okay. The very first point of the event, I fucking fry this motherfucker, flip him over, and fry him like a burger in the middle, and <laughs> uh, and so first point of the tournament, I get a warning. Hey, man. 15 in the back, not going to happen on my field. It was, was the, like, oh, was you the shot him 15 times. <laughs> oh, 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 hey, 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 hey no, 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 say, hold up. It was the one say, Enrique posted, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say 15 and you can count him. He's not yeah. bullshitting. Yeah, no, uh, Enrique Graffi has a post of this. It was just a dude with his back to him and 
yes, it was, oh, man. It was 15. <laughs> Let me tell you, for me, if the second I feel one, I'm like, dude, I'm out. <laughs> Get me out of here. I mean, really? I don't know if he was trying to well, play on, but he no, wasn't going anymore. Like, uh, I'm talking like this video now. Whenever me, it was like whenever I ain't ever just gonna stand there and just get roasted like that. Are you kidding me? But sometimes I take him, bro. I let him oh, know. That's my yeah, life. Oh. yeah. What are you talking about? Is it about? the dude in the like the basketball jersey? Yeah, I think it's like I a gray so. jersey. It's like a gray oh, and black yeah. jersey. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, it is funny because like you guys always are like, yeah, I take one shot, I get the fuck out of there. We were talking about this at the media house. It's like, there's like this threshold that we have for media. If I get like shot randomly once, just like to the side, I may like move out of the way, try to find a different angle. If I'm in a spot and I just get lit up like by 12 balls, I'm probably just going to stand there and take it and just be like, yeah. fuck it. We're already here. Yeah. Like I've already taken all the pain. Let's if just he, keep going. Dude, let, me, let me tell you something. And I'm not, I'm not in media, but if you're in a spot where you're getting shot, with like t- you're getting shot by a, like a stream of paint you're in a lane odds are you're gonna get some good footy yeah or at For least sure. some it helps out going down because i think yeah, that's the big thing i've started to focus on more this year is just getting off the sideline like you can get some cool angles there but a lot of it is just like you know it's a it's an angle of a dude you know playing paintball and like you can't really yeah. see what he's trying to do what he's trying to shoot at where he's trying to move shit like that so yeah, I'm, I'm always trying to think of new ways to show off the sport. Um, sorry, I definitely interrupted you guys. So we were talking first first match of the day on Friday. Um, you got a warning, mm-hmm. and then what happened yeah, after that Yeah, I got a warning match? first point. I fucked that guy up, right? Whatever, right? And then so uh, we go up 3-0, right? And then the, <laughs> the third point, I go. I run a guy down. I stab him. I don't even shoot him that much. I'm, I'm very friendly with that one. I probably shoot him. Three times in the head. Very, very, very friendly, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, then I, like, take his spot, and then I, I get up, and I'm, like, standing over him, like, standing over him, over him, right? Just AK said it, cor- like, the best way possible when uh, we were together. He said the equivalent is, like, in basketball when you dunk on somebody and you step over them. That was yeah. that was basically what it was. It was disrespect. Right? I, Disrespect, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, yeah but he needs yeah. to get off, get the fuck off. The exactly. Fuck yeah. yeah, right. And the thing is, I dude, I scared the shit out of him, dude. He no joke. He he was like, oh shit, like, sque- <laughs> like sque- I tried to squeeze a couple off at me and just completely missed. Oh, and he tried to spin too. Yeah, right. So, well, he's he's looking at me, right? But he is like, like he is like trying to look high, and I'm coming low, running him, right? Mm. So he's like, oh shit. Sque- tries to squeeze off a couple completely misses me i fuck him up and then so i'm just like standing over him towering over because at that point when i'm committing to the run the guy behind him is already fucking me up right so i stab him and then i i'm getting fucked up from all their guys right keep in mind i'm taking like 15 right there right because obviously i dunked his him i dunked his homie mm-hmm. right so his team is not just gonna give that to me without give him at this point yeah right? you, you put a target whatever. on yourself right yeah. whatever fine so I get a gross major. The head ref. Oh, that's fuck this head ref. This is the same guy is from Sacramento. Guy? The same guy from oh. Sacramento. The same exact one. Is get it a hard is it on helmet guy? I don't think it's helmet guy. But okay, everyone yeah. on the divisional fields knows helmet guy. Yeah, I know helmet guy. Helmet yeah. guy gets frustrated. Do you remember one time he got shot in the mouth and he was like, he was like about to look like he wanted to beat the guy up. I mean, 
I definitely will say I I get angry at times. Um, I got angry one time at a pro team this this past event. So they kill both the guys in the Doritos in front of me, um, and they call the kills. They see them walk off, like they know that that side of the field is clear. And then their tower dude just keeps just demolishing this Dorito side lane, and like is lighting me up relentlessly. And I'm like, bro, fuck you. You're pro. Like you know there is no one over here. Like that has literally been said. I know your team knows. So yeah, no, that 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 pissed me off a little bit. Maybe he's trying to like read you. He's like, oh, dude, the camera guy looks like he's filming like right at a spot to get a good angle, right? Maybe he's like, okay, maybe I can. I don't know. I can read into the uh, camera guy's body language or something. I will say there was a or, couple times I was getting lit up. It was the Latin Saints. No, it wasn't the Latin Saints. It was actually, I think I want to say it was like Thunder or Uprising. I can't remember, but it was one of the two Seattle teams. And uh, But there was a couple times this weekend where I got lit up by lanes and like dudes on the sideline would be like, respect, bro. <laughs> or like, I appreciate that. That's going to be a cool shot. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah, dude. Uh, there's a couple, or there was one time fucking I got shot like just once in like my head and like I went to like kneel down right after so I didn't get keep Keep, keep, uh, didn't keep getting shot and the score table guy rod for the nxl he he was like damn bro execution because <laughs> that's how it looked because it looked like i just got dipped once in the head and then just like collapsed the el chapo dude the one yeah, the boom, right. headshot okay, so yeah so i keep I interrupting the story sorry uh there's just so oh, much to good. talk about from this weekend Yo. so dude, you stand over the guy you give him some disrespect what yeah, happens after right? that so his teammates are shooting the fuck out of me right whatever uh, and so that guy throw the head ref throws a major right and no and pulls three bodies, right? And uh, so then we, I get off the field and I'm like, okay, whatever, got it. we got a major. But I was like, I think that's complete bullshit, right? But mm-hmm. whatever, calls are calls. Um, and I get back to the pit and they're like, uh, number zero zero, uh, get over here. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I walk over there. Dylan's kind of like, art Dylan's. Dylan's arguing like a motherfucker that that's bullshit. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's right? Debo's job on the D three side is just to For sure. yell at the right? refs because <laughs> it was complete bullshit. It was and uh, so then he's like, "All right, get get your ID card, get your ID card." And so I give him my I give him my card, and uh, I have to go sit in a little square like for paintball jail, right, right? next to the <laughs> scoring table, right. Yep, right next to the scoring table, and I'm just I I can't talk to my teammates. I can't do anything. And, Are there yep. pictures of this? I I probably. wish I was there, bro. I, think, I was I on the Sam profile. But fuck, dude, because paintball jail is so funny because it's literally that like you're funny. a toddler on timeout. Dude, because I was like I was that's, even like cracking exactly jokes. I was cracking jokes at uh at the the ref that took my card because he the ref that took my card was very friendly compared to the head ref. He was kind of like. She's kind of tiptoeing around to where to make it seem like, you know, that is kind of a weird call. But if it's brought to my attention, right, I gotta pull it. Right, it just sounded so dumb the way he was explaining it. But he was very friendly about it. I was even cracking jokes. He I think like, it more know, so seems like he about, really uh, didn't want to pull your card, but the head ref already made the call, so he yes, was like, exactly. "I got it like, now." The head ref was like, "Pull his card, pull his card," and I was like, "Bro, what?" So uh, I'm so, sitting in paintball jail, and no one knows. None of my teammates okay, know. Yeah, wait, wait. Let me take it over from here. Go ahead, go ahead, go okay, because here's the best part, right? So then we play, like, uh, two points, and uh, Mike is in as the one. And I was like, okay, and... Uh, they get smoked. Yeah, well, something, yeah, we're we're losing. I thought Mike got shot off the break, but he actually didn't. Uh, Damn, so I was dude, like, yo. Mike like that, bro. Yeah, I know. That's what <laughs> he, Bigfoot, he's going to say the... 
he's gonna say the same thing. He was mad at me. I thought he got shot off the break because I was on the cross. Realistically, I think he like traded out, like went and bunkered someone. And so, anyways, I come back in. I'm like, yo, why don't we put Hatch in it if Micah, you know what I mean, can't make it off the break? And uh, they're like, uh, what's called uh, Hatch is in jail. And I'm like, what? Hatch is in jail? <laughs> He's in paintball jail. They're like, yeah. I was like, damn, okay. He we'll must have really, he must have really hatcheted uh, a kid, <laughs> <She> right? <did. laughs> so, uh, so we're going, and I think, I can't remember if it's tied or we're up like one point and uh there's not a whole lot of time left i want to say like two minutes or like four minutes when the point started it gets down to two minutes i end up uh bunkering the last dude and when he's walking off on the sidelines i start staring him down and i'm just <laughs> looking at him but not dude, like you guys okay you guys fucking listen, assholes. No. No, <laughs> that's listen. what i said evan i'm gonna be fully honest when i heard this at the <laughs> like, event dude, i was like guys it's, come it's on exactly <laughs> okay so so the thing was right i was staring him down and i didn't say anything because i was hoping he was gonna say something because he's a dead player in the rule book he should then get a penalty right talking while you're dead that should be a minor right you're trying to be a rainy so, yeah yes sir so, so he looks at me and he's like the fuck are you staring at and i was like <laughs> i was like I'm ref like, ref ref minor like, ref. he just said fuck you and uh the ref didn't speak english that well so i don't know if he didn't know what he said or what and he's like uh what and i was like hey ref can you like just watch out for that like he's talking when he's dead that's a flag right and he's like okay okay i'll be on it right and uh i get in the pit and debo's not happy <laughs> comes up to me and he's like the fuck are you doing hatch just got his card pulled for that same shit and you go out uh uh the yeah. very uh, I can't remember if it was the very next point, but he's like, you it was, go out and you do the same shit. And I was like, I was like, he got in jail for staring. So it was the and next like, point because yeah. you told me this story at the event. <laughs> you had no clue Hatch was in jail, and so you were just yeah. being mean. And then yeah, got caught. Got dude, caught out. Cedar was like, Cedar was like, dude, where the fuck is where's Hatch at? And, and I can't talk to my team. I can't talk to. Him. <laughs> I'm just standing there. I'm standing there in paper jail. That's actually like, the I, worst part. You can't even be Cedar, like, guys, I'm not there. Like. They probably thought yeah. I like abandoned them. They probably thought I abandoned them like a like a cat. Yeah, for two points, your team fucking hated you. I was like, well, bro. So, got, okay, imagine from my perspective, dude. They started to come back, and I'm like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Damn. Yeah, but they didn't win. Fuck no, they didn't win. My boy. We're died. just making it. Uh, we're just making it nervous for Hatch. As so you know what? Give Micah some spins. He needs them. Yeah, wow. you know he's in paintball jail watching a paintball match. You got to make it a little interesting for him, you know? Right. Right. I now guess. that he's a, a viewer. Paintball jail. It, it reminds me of like being in the penalty box in the old days, except it's yeah, just like dude, the most I, extreme version. I wish I would have been playing X Fall when they had the penalty box. That shit looks so much fun. I think we've talked about it before, uh, so I won't bring it back that's up. Where, like, yeah, that's really like yeah. awesome, dude. And it's like no one bats an eye. No one batted an eye when that was 12.5 balls per second. Those oh. are penalty box and just shooting the fuck out of the guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even when they're in there. Yeah. I, mean, I like the one that had the couple that had like the two different entrances. The doors. Where you could, yeah, yeah. So you could like kind of come out which one. Them. Yeah. Dude, okay. Imagine someone did like like a flashbang. Do something like through the pod. Like they shoot the pod and like run out the other side. Could you imagine? Genius. I forgot. It's genius. 
I don't know if I've said this. I forgot who's telling me, but someone was telling me in those old days, they would specifically have a call for that. So like knowing like, hey, someone's about to come out of the penalty box. So it was like monkey or something. And that would just be like, all right, look at the clock. Like, you know, when he's going to come out, go light that fucker up. And then the yeah, other one, would they would have a call for in the NPPL. You know how you have to set your guns on a table at your base. They would have a call for just mm. shooting the fuck out of the guns. <laughs> so oh, it, just, yeah, it yeah. would just be like, all right, roast the fuck out of their markers now so they can't play the next match. That, dude, damn, it's, dude. It's, 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 it's genius. Paypal's, Paypal's violent, bro. And if we want yeah, to talk about Paypal violence, I feel like this is the perfect segue into the Bruiser Boyum. Oh, yeah. If you guys, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go look at Go Sports Live, NXL Paypal. A whole bunch of people have reposted this video. Dylan and Justin Cornell, Dylan Boyum and Justin Cornell, decide to have a little old-fashioned Mexican standoff during a point in the NXL, and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And I think it's something that is kind of cool to be seen on an actual field. I will say though, we've already seen videos of guys at regional events now trying to emulate it. So I guess that's where I. I kind of, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a hard one for me because like I'm okay with Dylan and JC doing it because those are pros who've been playing this game for years. They know what's up. They are both, you know, actively involved in it. They get it. They want to do that shit. But like, we don't need D5 kids going out there and trying to do that shit. You know, nah. like if, if oh, you don't well, understand the game, fair. you don't know how to play the game. And then you're just trying to roast someone the fuck up. Mm. Like that, that's a little <laughs> yeah. different to me. Okay, but what about me? I'm not pro, but I've been playing the game now for like nine years. I feel like I get the right I mean, to roast some fools if I want to roast some fools. I think I, I, I think you don't, it. honestly, because no way. I think the way I look at it is like we don't like we want to grow the sport. Of, we want to grow the sport of paintball. If we have our in our lower divisions now, it just being an absolute like absolutely just brutal, violent like fest. Yeah, that would be entertaining to watch for like me and people who enjoy paintball. But how many other people who don't know our sport are gonna want to come and play our sport now? It's, you know what, dude? Like all jokes aside, like Ryan, that's that's a great point. Mm -hmm. I think. You know, on the pro circuit, like if you go to an NXL event, you're watching pro paintball. You know, you you odds are you play a lot of paintball, so you're gonna enjoy it. But if you're at a regional series, let's say you're at the CPL and you have some D5 guys going head-to-head -head, just doing mexican standoffs every other fucking point you have families there and you have little kids running around you know they're gonna see that and they're gonna be like i don't want my children playing paintball exactly and like but like i, I, I guess, guess i guess so my point me. more so was i was gonna say like me at nxls right because like at, at nxls that's national if you're there you should know what you know you're what doing, you're getting into i guess you know what you're getting yeah. into you know what i mean i agree but I'm sorry, I don't want to just open it up for anyone who has a paintball marker to be able to shoot 25 balls at a dude and not have any repercussions for it. Whereas I think that is okay in the highest division, in the highest tier. And I think it goes to back to like, you know, other sports have rules that you can't do in the lower divisions, but once you get to pro, you can do those things. And I, I think this is one of them because... Like, shit, over the weekend, we had Yosh Designs posted a video of a dude at a TSX, uh, TSXBL, which is their, like, local three-man event, fucking doing a Mexican crazy. standoff. Are, are, like, I'm sorry, that, that actually kind of pisses me off, because it's like, that's a three-man. That is people's first entry into this game, <laughs> and you're roasting the fuck out of them? I guarantee you that kid is not coming back to play another tournament. 
And that's a dude who may have like had a really long career and like really enjoyed paintball if he was able to gradually get into it and then experience getting lit the fuck up like that. So I guess that's the point I'm making is like we don't need beginners emulating that. But at the same time, I love watching that. And when Dylan and JC go for that, that's that's hype. Like I get that that is an awesome moment. I think it like it doesn't transfer from like those regional local events to the NXL. Like I, I agree. I see what you're saying. Right, I yeah. see exactly where you're going, and, with and I do agree. Like, like you guys NXL, mm-hmm. NXL, like you, we know what we're signing up for. We exactly, know yeah. like you're flying the there, premium, you're spending money. Like, mm-hmm. Yep, we know where we're gonna. Like at that point, everyone's gonna fuck everybody up, right? So yeah, I can agree. I I think I mean you do still have lower divisions there, but I I see what you guys are saying. At least like if you're going to an NXL, you're spending money on it, you're spending time, like you're getting time off work. You are you're, you're committed grinding. to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, without yeah, a doubt. And, and there's there's other reasons for it, too. Like, the more I shoot you in the pack, the more of a bitch it is for you to clean that, and the more likely you come out with an old hit, and I get a free penalty for it. You know free what I mean? Free penalty. Well, you know, maybe I hit you in the hopper, I break a ball in your hopper, now you're not going to be shooting uh, straight the whole next game. That, mm-hmm. And it also shows the difference between the people who are mentally strong and, and the people who, you know, get ripped four, five, six times, and now... You know what I mean? They don't want to do the same move they did or, or whatever it is, right? You yeah, come yeah. in the center, I bunker you. You're going to be like, man, I don't want to go up there anymore. That's no, I, I agree. Like I, back in Philly, dude, when I freaking two-tapped that guy in the face, he like he mentally broke and like pulled his gun up while just standing on the sidelines and shot me, right? He was, like, he was just yeah. so mad that he just got a two to the face that he decided to get that and just fuck his team over, right? That's just like them being mentally like weak, right, at that moment. Yeah, breaking. well, so, well... Did did you guys? Well, I guess we're. Yeah, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what were you thinking, Evan? No, never mind. Come on, brother. Speak up. I can, well, so I can cut I, it I if it's that say, bad. Like, look. It's in the situation. Did you guys watch the match? Which one? What are we talking I was about? in the pit. I was in the pit for Impact. Impact. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We I were in the pit. I mean, I watched. So, the, I watched the beginning of the game. Sadly, I went to go get lunch, and then all of a sudden, I see flags in the air and hear everyone yelling, and I'm like, "Fuck, I missed something." Oh, content. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was pissed. Like it was a cool. Ass like I saw some. Like who is who is that guy that took the picture? Um, Trevor Will with them. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, that's literally like gun that, barrel to gun barrel. Like, dude, that is iconic. Touching tips. That is an iconic picture. Yeah. No, I mean he. He killed that. Like, shout out Trevor Will PB. If you guys haven't seen the photo, go check it out on Instagram. It was fire. That shit um, was fire. Verbal had a really good angle on it. Uh, I, I haven't really seen, like, other people's videos. I just know, like, those are the couple that I've seen. Um, yeah. I mean, and also, dude, another thing that, like, isn't really talked about from this, but Dylan brought it up, and I think it was a great point. Like, shout out HK Army's protective equipment. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, when, yeah. when Dylan took off his mask, you could see the hard line where, like, the foam did its job. Where, like, yeah, mm-hmm. the ventilation on the lower part, he got, you know, got yellow on the face, but, like, his eyes were completely protected and secure. So, like, dude, shout out. Like, paintball is becoming a really safe sport, even when we're having those incredibly like, dude, violent moments. that is an HK moments. ad if I've ever seen hey, hey, I, yeah. I, they're both hk two teams. hk army teams wearing yeah, the yeah. same going mask crazy. going at each other and they both survived like, integrity like all the other ones you know it's like dude if, they, if you like oh shit am i able to take that if i get to a, a mexican standoff with some fucker i mean and, and thankfully like, did, did the lenses crack at all or no no, no. I, so that's dude, from experience i've cracked some fool's lenses 
I mean, you I can. Some experience. You can. From that's experience. You're right. I'm just. All I was gonna say is that was. That's why we have uh, ASTM is what I think it is. But it's uh, a certain testing that all masks go under to, um, like test their projectile safety or something like that um and it's the reason why angel eyes never came out if you guys remember that mask from way back in the day the yeah, way the that it was it just shield. wasn't a safe enough barrier that after more than like a couple hits of the lens it would crack and then become you know a lot that more dangerous for people to wear huge, yeah oh, that shit was so badass and I, was, I was like dude that looks like it was predator <laughs> would wear bro yeah <laughs> so i mean hell, you know installed. Shout out to, you know, paintball manufacturers of all type of equipment. JT, you know, freaking carbon makes a mask. Like, mask manufacturers, they're, they're looking out for us. They're taking care of us. Thank you for saving my eyes. For sure. Facts. Uh, okay. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about, freaking Thursday, I get to the event. Uh, I was just about to film practice, and it was it was kind of, like, hot and humid, muggy out. So I was like, all right, I'll throw my arm pads, like, kind of underneath one of my straps and just walk around with that. And then when I get to the field, I'll throw them on. And I shit you not, within like f- five minutes, I lost an arm pad. <laughs> so I had to go over to oh, HK no and way. buy some new crash pads. So let's go. You know, buy HK. Uh, you know, I got, got the best uh, okay. best arm pads hey, in the speaking game. Speaking of that, I just want to say, yeah, shout out HK uh, for real. Because on Sunday, they let us uh, get ready in the back of the HK tent. And it was dumping. Yeah. So, you know, that was um, keeping us there was, dry. There was a, a couple bit. times during Sunday, especially in the morning, where it was it was like red no, on the radar. Dude. It was just coming oh, the yeah, fuck. Yeah, Logan down. was showing me, dude. It was going fucking sicko mode, dude. It was like a disco on his phone. Yeah, dude. Also, speaking of which, uh, shout out World War Paint because for the they first two days we we're uh, staging in there, and uh, a little bit on Sunday as well. And actually, when we we're over there, it was raining so hard that. Um, the World War tent actually started like uh, creating like pools of water mm-hmm. that oh, they'd have yeah. to dump out, and yeah. it started, you know, like dumping out every ten minutes, and then it's like every five minutes, and then it's like basically someone just keep your hands there so the rain actually just you know comes off. It was dumping that hard. So, Dude, uh, I'd like to give a, another another shout out to David and uh, World War Tent because every event that I've ever been to where it's been dumping rain. He's always been super nice and hooking us up with a place to like stage. And For stay sure, I, I, wanted to, us, I wanted to say that any, as well. Any random people like uh, just like oh, walking by, me. yeah, super super nice guy, dude. Also, yeah. if you guys are gonna check him out, make sure you use code Austin. Save your money. <laughs> well, um, yes, sir. No, yeah, David Luna. I mean, I definitely wanted to get my praise in there for him too. I mean, he's a great dude. But yeah, at events before, I've definitely staged in the back as well. Make sure all my camera gear is, you know, in a safe, secure location. So, nah, he's 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 family. You know, he's the Capital Edge family. I appreciate him and all the stuff that he does for you know all of us in the sport and the sport itself. Big facts. True paintball ambassador. You know, he's like he's creating something that's like bigger than just him. You know, bigger than just us. For a sure, huge, a but, huge uh, brand. That's so to the rain, though. To the rain. So speaking of the rain, yeah. I wanted Woo! to start talking about that finals match because I'm not gonna lie. I knew Russian Legion was fucked before the game even started, and Why the reason that? here's the reason being, bro. For about 15 minutes in the pits prior to the game, Mouse paced back and forth, didn't say a word to anyone, didn't fucking talk to anyone was just straight face locked in just pacing back and forth yep I, back I, and I, forth uh, back and dude i was like oh these guys are fucked <laughs> like mass uh, is about to go fucking kill some people <laughs> like holy shit 
I just want to say I can also confirm that statement. He uh he spent most of the time uh while while everything was down due to the rain like uh walking the field mm -hmm. and I'd say for like about the last twenty minutes, just nobody talked to me. I'm about to murder. Yep. No. And and uh, so there was like a technical timeout. The scoreboard went down right as we were about to start the finals. So we were waiting for probably like a good forty minutes and. I'd say like the He's first stuck. 10 of that, he was probably like chilling out with people, like looking at the field, walking the field. Um, and then, yeah, like the last 20, he was like running sprints up and down the sidelines, like keeping his legs hot. Like, dude, it. I, it was it, it was one of the like, it's one of those times in sports where, you know, the outcome before the game. And you're like, I don't know how bad they're going to lose, but they're going to lose because this guy is yep. not losing right now. I love it. It's just pure love determination. It. Big and a true competitor dude it, it, the whole snake side was like a puddle at that point like <laughs> there was this huge ass area where no one wanted to walk or go because it was literally like up to your ankles and just standing water uh it, um, it, the field became a freaking nightmare towards the end of the event also also would like to say i can confirm this with a funny story uh i was actually pod running for impact during the finals yep and I forget what point it is, um, but it's one of the odd po or even points because I had to run the far side. Mm -hmm. And I'm going and I'm running through the center of the field and I see a pod to my right. So I try to do like a little, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, turn step, sure, I guess. Sure. And uh, my croc, which was in four wheel, believe it or not, gave out on me. Damn. Slipping and eating it live on the finals. I don't know if it's on the screen. If they caught me, so I, I also get up, go, and, go, go. Uh, I get up and I look and I see Enrique just laughing at me. <laughs> so I made try, uh, went and checked, made sure he didn't get the clip. Uh, nice. I went oh, back he has it. He has it. Oh, yeah, he, he probably he does. Was blind to me, huh? So that reminds me of two things. One, AK. Did you ever get paid over the weekend? I did. <laughs> great man my this, boss, wait, this motherfucker this motherfucker oh. comes into the pits and asks his boss <laughs> who i won't name uh. ask his boss in front of everyone hey yo can i get my check after this <laughs> <laughs> and i was like ak my god dude and credit hey, to his man, boss yeah, he was like paid. yeah i'll pay you after this bro like why you gotta make me look bad in front of everyone i'm yeah, gonna we'll be honest uh i was not planning on uh in that game i didn't have my phone on me i actually got called or dylan got called and i was told to head over there yeah no they, they were looking for you bro so. it was it was like a good five minutes before that they're like where's ak we need ak we yeah, need a pod dude. runner and then dude the worst part is i get there right thinking i made it just in time right and then boom and then we have that whole delay down. yeah i'm sitting there in muddy crocs mud all the way up my crocs just freezing right? dude at a certain point me and you just said fuck it and went just crocs with nothing like no socks or anything because oh, it yeah. was it was, you gotta do it, it was better than just having wet and muddy shoes all day yeah. oh without a doubt dude. so the other thing that reminded me of is the time that i ate shit in front of dynasty <laughs> So they they were the far side on a point and like they I was like trying to get pit footage of them and then I was going to bounce out and go get a quick, you know, try to set up my angle. And so I like I hear all of a sudden the other game gets toweled. And so I was like, oh, shit, I got to go. And so I start walking towards the pits and I hit, you know, how there's like those little wooden ramps they have over the, the pit entrance. I hit that dude and just boom eat shit <laughs> and oh, the i think i think a lot of people saw it but the only person who said something was blake yarber and he was like wow slow down there killer 
and uh, so I just like and all in my head I'm like these guys are far side I do not want to be the reason they are late to the box right now so I'm just trying to like scramble and get back up and get out of there as fast as I can uh, it was a good time yeah no I don't know if he saw it but Blake even again texted me again today about it he's like yeah it was hella funny watching you slip in the pits I was like thanks That's man <laughs> Uh, actually, cool story. Blake's actually going to send me the third place medal from um, Chicago. He wanted me to, to have that because he's not a huge fan of third places. So I was like, all right, sick. I'll take it for sure. Damn, dude. That's pretty history. cool. Yeah. Paintball history right there. Yeah. No, yeah. Right. Um, I guess the other funny thing I wanted to talk about, uh, I think we'll be calling Sunday Certified up here in a little bit. Um, so oh, I'm going to get that ready. But I did want to bring up, you guys got fourth place overall in the event. That was one thing I wanted to say. And then the other thing was uh, your stash, AK. So you committed oh. to it. I saw it was dirty, but you had it over the weekend. How's that been going? I did. Oh, uh, dude, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Once I actually did it and I looked in the mirror, I was like, dude, I could probably rock this. You know, yeah, I give it a little bit of time. Let it yeah, actually dude. Uh, it's got to thicken up together. a lot. Dude, let it, let it get through its awkward stage. Bro, you're going to be killing it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm no uh, JC, you know, firefighter caterpillar on there, but, you know, I'm working JC with what I got. Cat caterpillar. Bro, you seen JC's mustache? He looks like he, no joke, has been a firefighter for 30 years, the way he's got a stash. You got a mustache? You know what I'm talking about? JC? Oh, yeah. Justin Cornell? Cornell? Yeah. Yeah, sir, dude. Oh. He's got a thick stash. Dude, maybe that's why he did the Mexican standoff, because he has a mustache, the power of the mustache. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, fuck that shit. My mustache can't get embarrassed like this shit live. Dude, hey, no joke though. When you have a mustache, it's like a whole different ball game, dude. You're living I, a different life. I agree, dude. I was getting hella compliments on my mustache this weekend. And I was like, God damn. What can I say? I think but I'm going to. When we were driving in, we were driving in to the. Oh, van, yeah. Uh, we have the window down, and there's an older gentleman, you know, parking everybody. And first thing he says, first time we pull up to the vent, Hatch just goes, uh, Hey, nice uh, mustache, my friend. And the guy goes, oh, thank you. And then he looks and sees Hatch and he's like, oh, wow, you got a good one yourself. <laughs> and dude, everybody just starts dying, dude. I love that shit, dude. Uh, you know, I, I uh, sometimes when I see Tyler Harmon warming up, he's like, hell yeah, six stash every time I run past Tyler Harmon. So, <laughs> it's just mustaches, a different person, dude. bro. It's the power of the mustaches, bro. So I think from, I'm not going to grow uh, mine out again. Last Camp has a pretty good one as well. Who is it? Jackson Frey? No, Soap from Blast Camp. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his goddamn last name. Oh, but everybody just calls him Soap. 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 Yep. Right. Soap McTavish from Modern Warfare Two, bro. Right. That's what I was thinking. Or the mustache. So what's uh, going on here? Are we are we gonna call somebody? Or? Yeah. So thanks for covering me for a second, guys. I had to add him. Um, it looks like he's gonna be ready in a few seconds here. So. We're almost good. But just to uh, talk about who this is, it's going to be uh, Dylan from Sunday Certified. So he's the owner and uh, uh, operator of that brand. Um, what's Dylan's last, last name? I actually don't know. <laughs> uh, I met him at NXL uh, SAC. He came out to that event and we were talking. Um, he actually made me a headband before that, um, the Patreon 101 headband that I rock all the time now. It's it's one of my favorites. Dude, um, yeah. I was one fucking number off. It's from winning that thing. It's the luck of the draw, Evan. It wasn't your number God that damn time. Goddamn RNG. At, at least Brando Brandon? won it. Like, you know. It, it's That's a cool, it's a DMG camp guy. Like, I don't know. That made me feel yeah. good. Yeah. He owes it for me uh ruining uh his shirt in Florida. I'm not sure if I ever uh, told that story. 
That's you ruined his shirt in Florida? Oh, dude. So I said, uh, so Micah said he would do laundry, right? So partially his fault, going to throw him under the bus. Yeah, you can't have Micah be doing laundry, bro. Yeah, bro. So uh, I forget who does it, but someone loads, uh, I think Micah loads the washer, right, with everybody's clothes. And uh, he said he was, like, going to go back through it and sort it and do, like, pants and jerseys first then all the pads, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I come up to the washer and I just see it's full. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I grab uh, the detergent, throw it in, start it. Horrible idea, way too full. None of the clothes get, you know, washed. So we're sitting there for like four hours. Worst part was I threw uh, the soap right on top of the clothes. On the top of the load was a um, World War paint uh, shirt that was Brando's. And it was actually one of the Seepo Edition ones. Uh, if you guys are Limited, limited drop. Yeah. Luna the white one? Make, yeah, yeah, the white one. Limited drop. Oh. Dude, and Luna only makes, like, I think about, like, 30 or so of those. Of the Seeple I mean? shirts, then, it's hella rare. Yeah. Yeah, once they're once they're done, they're done, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and that's staining it all, all the way across. Staining the whole thing. Damn. Yeah, it made it look like a so fucking shit rag. Yeah, dude, but <laughs> luckily... Luckily, I hit up Luna. I'm like, yo, any chance you have any of these left? And he's like, I got one in uh, large. Happened to be the exact same size as Brando. Oh, that's perfect. Let's go. So, yeah, I lucked out on that one. So it worked out a little bit. Yes, sir. That was a chaotic night of laundry. Yeah, it was. <laughs> God, you guys. I, I want to stay with you guys for one event just to see what happens over oh, there. Oh, you got to. Dude, it's insane. Probably, it's probably fucking Super chaotic. Smooth. Dude, it's so Super much fun. Smooth. Honestly, right. dude, no. All right, let's see. You can handle it, Evan. Cool. So calling up Dylan now, let's see if he joins. There he is. What's up, man? Hey, how you what's doing? up? What's up? Yo. What's good? What's good? How are we doing? No, it's, it's been a good night, man. We've just been recapping uh, the NXL Windy City Open. Um, what was, you know, did you, I'm guessing were you watching the event from home or? Yeah, yeah, I was... Uh, literally behind the sewing machine just had it on my monitor on my desk and i was chilling trying to watch back and forth mostly listening you know sick man oh, yeah boy. i mean was grinding nice. dude yeah that's Let's the best thing with the live cast is like it's just pretty much a like eight hour podcast with maddie so even for if you're yeah, doing other work for real yeah i mean i try to obviously you hear what's going here maddie and and uh um the you know the announcers talking and you're like you, you know look over you're like oh what the hell's going on did yeah, you did yeah. you hear the Mexican standoff or did you see it? Say yeah. that one more time. Did you hear the Mexican standoff or did you see it? Oh, dude, I saw it as it happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, and I, I one of the guys in it was, was wearing like, your bands, bro. I know, Dylan, man, he's he's repping hard. Hell yeah, repping hard, man, all the DMG boys, all the NorCal boys are. Uh, are showing love so i really really appreciate it no yeah i mean if you guys don't know who this is um sunday certified check him out on instagram he makes custom uh one of one headbands so a lot of his stuff is definitely more like customized and kind of personalized to the player um i actually saw ivan g ivan gonzalez rocking one and that was like dude i gotta get one of these too so um you know you made (laughs) one for the patreon giveaway um yeah man but yeah man i mean i guess what kind of got you know what what got you started in making headbands like why did that be the creative thing that you wanted to kind of outlet with yeah um so i i think like most people starting from the very beginning i got into paintball originally um i had actually a field in my hometown growing up so 
not even like the town over, literally like in my town. I don't know if you guys are familiar. It's Fox Four Paintball. I grew up in Massachusetts. Oh shit! So. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Is that what like eight seven, one eight seven crew? One eight seven, the Bay State Bandits. Yep. So that Big was band. literally two, three miles from my house, and uh, you know, I went to a birthday party one time. It was the first time I ever went. For sure. Uh, or <laughs> everybody's first time. You know exactly. Uh, instantly caught the bug, um, and then obviously went through. You know, life, it was too expensive at the time. Back then, it was like two, like $70 a case, you know? I think it um, still is, isn't it? I mean, if yeah, you're in Texas, parts, dude. Texas like is, yeah, yeah. In, in different spots. Here in Arizona, I mean, we, we're privileged. Um, we have, you know, $30, $35 cases at our field. Sheesh, so. I'm jealous of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will say, I mean, you know, it's paintball, right? So give or take every – you get – some cases that are good, they shoot straight, and some some are just you know trash. You get swirly. Oh, <laughs> for sure. It, it, is. it might. It uh, must not um, be HK paint, bro. HK, HK, HK. No comment. No comment. No, no. I honestly like we're blessed to be able to you know shoot thirty thirty dollar cases. That's amazing. So it allows us to play more paintball. It's great. Um, it's good. It's better for the sport, obviously. So. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. You know, so whatever you were saying... brand is, is able to step up and provide that, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, so I, I grew up um, in Massachusetts, went to the field for the first time, caught the bug, uh, ended up buying my first gun, um, and then had to obviously move on with life just because it was so expensive and I played 8,000 other sports. Um, <laughs> yeah. Finally moved out to Arizona after college um, and then got back into the sport i just you know saw a youtube video one day and was like oh, i remember when i played paintball so i uh, went on craigslist copped a you know cheap setup got a mask copper gun tank for like 250 bucks from some kid who was trying to get out of it <laughs> um you know went back down to the field actually ended up running into my current teammate shout out jay um jay was at the field with his brother and uh, I ended up kind of just linking up with him and playing with him and his brother that day. Oh. Um, and then he invited me to play a local tournament. It was like a little three-man tournament down in Arizona. So um, went and played that. And then it was history, dude. I just got caught up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stop what, playing. what year was that that you had, like got back into it for real? So that was about two and a half, three years ago now damn okay so like 2019 so, ish like the end of that or? yeah dude i think my first actual expo like like tournament season was 2020 or 20 2019 yeah sick yeah right. right on bro yeah that's yeah. awesome man so, so you got into the point of your question I'm yeah yeah, yeah. Around. i apologize no you're um, good uh you know i i got into it um i've always been a creative guy like an artistic guy i've always liked to make things I feel that for sure. Bro. Um, but I noticed right away, I was like, damn, dude, a lot of these headbands out here, like the good ones, the ones that are, that are sought after, the ones that people were, you know, really rocking are all the same. Mm. So I was like, you know, I, I was like that, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I love the classic, like that's all part of the culture, the old Sandana stuff. The, the um, flying you know, school they, design and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah dude. The like they stripes. created a culture, bro. Like, like people <laughs> are still rocking that stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just noticed. I was like, damn. I think I'm gonna just try to make, make one myself. I was like, I'm gonna do do something different, you know. So, uh, literally got a sewing machine probably two years ago. Now it was the first time I ever even touched one. Damn. Okay. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. yeah. 
that's impressive because yeah. like your, so you your work is hella good for just really kind of getting how to into sew it before you started making headbands and all of a sudden now you just make no it yeah fire? i just kind of yeah i was just taught myself dude i, I literally i think it was uh 2019 christmas i got a sewing machine my parents knew that i wanted to start something up i was like dude i'm gonna make these things i was like so adamant about it i was like i'm gonna fucking make these things dude, that's <laughs> sick truly right? gifted, bro. truly gifted your your products are so badass i love I appreciate Dylan. you dude uh, seriously for real. yeah that one was dope dude uh that one honestly even to this day is still probably one of my favorite pieces i think it just all came together so well like um theme wise so i'm stoked that he he likes it as much as that he does you know yeah for yeah. sure no i mean so well made yeah because it's, it's got all the, the little design. pieces because like dylan is a norcal boy to his roots so having the bear on there and then you know even having his last name kind of threaded into that it's yeah right i, I think it does Fire go to show ivan dude i heard he he yeah, uh, he lost his Yo. band dude so did did he find uh, it or what's going on with that i don't know i i haven't so, i haven't heard anything about it still missing I'm gonna text him right now. Was that was that the respect right. man or? Yeah, it was. Bro. So it was question. The first one he reached out to me basically and was like, "Hey man, uh, me and my brother started this company. Shout out to him and Enrique. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they started this company. Respect the house. Um, and he was like, "Dude, can we incorporate respect somewhere?" I was like, "Dude, it's such a bold word. We gotta just put it across the front." Yeah. yeah so people can see yeah, that make it you a know? Piece. no okay so i, I was gonna ask if you did two of those because i stayed with enrique at this event and so i saw yeah. that he still had his so i was like oh shit did you guys find yeah, it but so, yeah yeah he I, I did ivan's first um and then kind of put a little bit of a personal detail on the inside it just says like made for ivan and it has the dmg logo and stuff um oh yeah i like it, that and then his yeah brother was like yo i want one too <laughs> so Dude, we so just kind of made a separate colorway and then i we didn't did, know, you know that two of them. there was two of those made so every time enrique posts a picture and he's wearing that headband i just automatically assumed it was ivan's that's the best form it's of cool, marketing so the, i guess the whole point of um you know or what i'm what i was seeking to do with starting this was um you know just kind of give people their own personal flair right like the headband is something that people um you know hold dear to their heart in this sport and i noticed that right away it's like almost an extension of people's personality um you know we have masks on so nobody can see our face exactly a lot about a guy's headband i think uh i think jen folk said this on a interview she did is like you know paper players are vain and like we kind of are like we like to look good we like to make sure our style and our ag is good but like you know when you have that headband that means so much to you any sport you go to like like dudes in basketball have the leg sleeves and stuff like sure Mm -hmm. maybe there's some point to it a little bit but like at the end of the day it's all about the swag like it's all about how you feel when you play right for sure it's for huge. sure yeah no and and i think that's the biggest thing with headbands because it's one of those things that like the rest of your gear is provided by your sponsor company or your team but that's the one nice. thing that like it can be yours like it doesn't matter the brand it doesn't yep. matter what it says it doesn't matter what it looks like or the colors if you like it and you rock with it it's you know it, it's good to go one thing, that, uh, one thing that marvin gerber taught me uh you look good you feel good you feel good you play good play good uh, yep. and dude yeah. ever since that i was like god damn how can you argue I mean, you, you felt it when you were a little kid right like playing sports you got a new oh. pair of cleats and you're like damn i feel good Check today out, yeah, dude. Right? i'm super fast right yeah, fast as fuck, you added like two mile an hour to your run <laughs> <For sure. laughs> i mean flyers dude plus five percent speed 
that's Hormesis, right. bro. Yeah. It adds like two percent bounce, you know. God, shout out Hormesis, Ollie and Alex. They, man, they they're good people, dude. Doing the collab with them and stuff, I'm I'm blessed, honestly, too. That's that's another thing I wanted to bring up and mm-hmm. just kind of take the time to uh, let them know I'm you know appreciative and uh, uh, just shout out to their brand because they did yeah, an for sure. amazing and I think job. One of the that biggest things, fire, one of the biggest things that I've noticed in Alex is. He's just, he wants to promote creatives within paintball. Like he well, wants people on. to be doing, hey, man, yeah. Like he wants people to be doing their thing, but also like have it be tied into paintball. So like, 100%. you know, he's been helping Dude, me this year with my creative work. Like the stuff he did with Sandana and stuff like that. Like he just, he recognizes that like having people who are so passionate about this game that they make it their livelihood or, or their, you know, something they spend most of their time on is, is you know, right. ultimately just good for the game. Game yeah, 100%, nice game. dude. Like, think I, I'm in. I I don't know if you guys know, but I don't have necessarily a warehouse or an actual office space or anything. I literally pump these things out of my bedroom. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have my apartment. Um, there's thread and fabric and shit all <laughs> over the floor most of the time. But you know, we make it work, man. Uh, sure, for sure. I mean, like part of my process right now, dude. It's funny. I actually resonate with that hella because, like, my bedroom. The only thing that makes it look like a bedroom is the fact there's a bed in it. Everything else is like pelicans dude, open. It. Like, I got my computer 100%. set up and everything. Dude, gear, is that the life but... of an artist, man? Is that? I think it is. Yeah. It's pretty universal across all artists, right? Like they kind of just live in their work. A yeah. Disaster. Because what's beautiful awesome is like when you get that creativity, when that thing hits you, because it can be super random. Like you could just right. be sitting there and then all of a sudden be like, oh, yo, that's a dope idea. Let me write that down. Let me expand upon that. hundred percent. And so and that's just branching yeah. off of what you were saying before about just having people, um, you know, immerse themselves like within the sport it's it kind of just like doing this is a blessing bro i love playing paintball and now i get to you know kind of make a living off of it and think about it more right like i i was just talking to my homie the other day like my teammate um i was like dude i I feel myself getting better at the sport just because i have more time invested in it right like i'm making headbands I have ghost sports on the TV while I'm, you know, while I'm working. It just allows me to have more time to actually fit in my thoughts and actually think about the sport of paintball, which is great. For sure. No, and when it's, you know, it's obviously something you love. Like, I mean, any, you know, I, I did a little interview with uh, Dylan, filmed it over the weekend. He kind of did one of his ambush interviews on me. And one of his questions is <laughs> like, well, what do you love about paintball? And it was like, you know, the game is amazing but it's mostly the people within it and i think that's the beautiful thing about the game is we have these amazing people who make you want to come back and work harder in the game so it's kind of this like feedback loop that that is rewarding because it's like you know the more time you can dedicate the more cooler of a product you can create then the more that people within paypal resonate it and resonate with it and you know want to get it out there and talk about it and say like yo this dude's doing awesome shit like I, i will say the paintball community is definitely it's unique like there's not many sport communities that i feel are like ours and maybe that is because we're on the smaller side dude think of the sport itself is so unique right like yeah the community for sure like the sport right i'm i was an athlete my whole life i played all types of sports and this by far is the hardest one i've ever played Oh you know yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, so challenging. Actually, I, I would throw I would throw a little like wild card in there. I played water polo in high school. Oh shoot, that shit's yeah, hard as fuck. That That's shit's hard as fuck, bro. Oh, bro. Whoa, dude, don't don't hit on water polo, bro. Oh, no, I played dude, I, it. That's I, what I was I played saying. Water polo. No, I think you were saying that it's up there with being one yeah. of the tougher ones. Yeah, and like oh, it's just yeah. different though. Like you're just treading water constantly, and there's no break time. But 
I mean, paintball, it's super exhausting. You're shooting guns at people. Like, there's nothing more primal and adrenaline filling than what you're doing out on a field. And it's like, like, sometimes, at some points, you go and you just fuck each other up, right? And at the end, it's like, yo, good game. Right, and you're still like, no one ever really holds grudges, right? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I I guarantee you. I just thought I practiced the other day. Dudes were just basically, I I don't know if they were feeding off of... uh, Dylan over there, Dylan <laughs> him, but you know, they were doing standoffs. They're like, "Oh shit, no, we're gonna do one of our own," you know. But right afterwards, you see the guys light each other up and then walk off the field. Maybe ten minutes later, hey, all, we're all good, bro. We're all good. Dap each other up. For it's sure. just how, how it goes. Well, know? it's like I mean, you see that in like you know, honestly, like military culture a lot. Like, dude young young dudes fight with each other like that's just what it is and it's i I don't know why i don't know what it is we just like to fight exactly because the thing is is you have more respect for a dude after you roll with him for a couple minutes than you did before because you're like all right shit bro like you actually wanted to fight that's a really respect like all right you know like i'll shake your hand afterwards and be like damn you're a man going hand in hand with the um you know martial arts comments that you always kind of hear around paintball kind of all ties in Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the sports are very similar because a lot of it is, Super. you know, we're going out there to cause harm, but at the same time, like we have respect for our enemies and we understand that like they're trying to do it to us. So like at the end of the it's day, just, you know, it's such a mixture of that beautiful like, violence, aggression. you know, beautiful yeah, violence. That aggression and that discipline combined, right? It's such a, you have to be patient. You have to be aggressive. You have to be knowledgeable. The IQ is probably what well, arguably like the biggest portion of the sport really it separates people that are okay at paintball and people who are good at paintball right yeah oh for sure um that's what i'm learning now is that i'm i'm only what now just over three years just about three years into it so um you know it's it's i i'm still on my learn you know i'm i'm learning right so it's it's great to learn new things about the game tell you something brother learning never stops (laughs) yeah i was like how long have you been playing (laughs) but i mean you know it's get i think that seeing that that kind of that progression for my team shout out scottsdale elevation um you know we've taken some rough losses in the past year and a half dude you know and it's like um i think that says a lot about a team that can lose together and handle it you know take it to the chin and kind of handle it the right way and keep pushing yeah Um, for sure you know it's like that's one that's one of these sports I mean, to, to relate that topic to back to our podcast, I mean, last week, AK and Hatch were both talking about, you know, they were practicing Dynasty and Impact, and both of them, they're, they're yeah. on a D3 team, and, like, they're not yeah. expected to go out there and win all those points, but just having that opportunity to get beaten by people like that, oh, it, dude, it, it gives so you much. so much more knowledge than going out and just shitting on a lower D5 team and being like, yeah, we know the field, we're good. Well, we I had think... um, Tyler Harmon out not too long ago at our practice, mm-hmm. and just to you know have him be like all right go get get on the box you guys play let me just watch see what you guys are about real quick and then just having the the info and the feedback from him is just you know just having the, the the yeah dude having the, the privilege to you know fuck i, get, I got gogged you know i step off the field and i'm like he's like why'd you do that and i'm like what do you mean and he just gives you perspective, you know, because he's just been in the game so long he's got that brain for it so for sure um it's what? just it's it's blessing AK, what, what were you going to bring up there, bro? Uh, all I was going to say was um, going back to practicing better people. If you truly want to get better, the only way to do that is to play better people, right? Mm-hmm. Because yep, sure. I feel like sometimes, too, like if you get used to, like, 
you know, beating up on D5 kids all day, you, you almost get lazy in practice. And I know we've definitely Super. done it sometimes, you know, Complacent, for sure. or where you're playing them. Right. And you're like, Oh, they're D5. Like, I'm not going to dive into this spot. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I don't I, I have can stay to stay out a little longer on my snap or whatever exactly. it is, play a little looser. Yeah, exactly. Without a doubt. And I, I don't know. I think maybe I came from like a different time, but dude, when I joined paintball, I would get, Dylan Boyamed every day in practice, dude. Like, mm-hmm. like you learn to just get used to it, you know. And then, like the after you're you're getting like shit on, but you're saying thank you because now you know what not to do, right? Like yep. I said, when Yo. we were playing Dynasty, dude, we lost so many times that I bet you learn where all the shots are on the field firsthand, right? Yep. Second like, that was that was there. I mean, it's it's kind of on topic, it's kind of off, but that was one of the coolest things that I walked into during the NXL event is uh, I walk up to AK and he's talking with Rich Telford and he's having like a really good conversation with Rich about like what he did wrong, what he thinks he did wrong, you know, like kind of breaking down his game. And I think that's, you know, one of the things from AK growing up in this area and around these people, like you were exposed to a higher level of paintball than most kids around your age were at that same time. Totally. And I think, so maybe that's why you're like, yo, I get fucked up every practice. Like... I, I think maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's another thing I think about as well. Is like I think about my first year coming back to the sport and playing. Is like I was getting beat up by the old Elevation squad. You know, Corey Hall, Hal Vanta, yep. uh, Mike Urena. Yeah, you know, those are the type of guys that I, I was seeing. You know, So it's like we learned the hard way <laughs> coming back <laughs> into it. And, um, yeah. and the the, just way. piggybacking off of what you guys are saying is – just being in this area too yeah it's arizona but it's close to california right and like everybody knows california texas West Coast has got like the best the mecca. yeah dude <laughs> so like just being in an area where i have access to that type of you know that caliber of the sport is is another kind of blessing in disguise right so yeah. now I have to ask, do you have any plans on coming out to Capital Edge Paintball Park in the, in the future? Hey, he was so, already here, bro. <laughs> so I was just there for the first time ever um, for the SAC event. I went oh, up that's there right. My yeah, boy. you were there. Yeah, dude. We went out there, drove up, um, just kind of enjoyed that. That was actually my first NXL event, dude. Oh, you gotta wow, get out to uh, you gotta get out to an actual event because like the miners oh, dude, are I'm cool. Going to cup for sure. Me let's my boy. go. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have to. You cup have yeah, cup is the best one. Be yeah, there. let's go. Yeah, All right, that, that's good to know. Um, yeah, maybe we'll have to do some some yeah, collaboration we'll and content together or something. Brother. But yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. No, um, I, I think you know the NXL events. They're they're always just an awesome time just to kind of like. I would say my favorite part from Windy City was not really even the paintball that was played. It was seeing all the dudes that like I just don't see all the time. You only and, get like, to see the like, media five people. Times literally, bro. You know the media people that like I spend all day on the sidelines getting lit up with, and then four months goes by, and then I see yeah, them again. Shout out to the media guys, by the way. You guys are fucking legends. <laughs> I would <laughs> not be able to. Thanks, do that bro. Job, I, bro. I appreciate <laughs> it. I look good. Yeah, it was funny. We, so our media house this weekend. Uh, I already mentioned in the podcast, but we stayed with uh, Rag Guy, uh, Rag Guy Media. Um, it was me yeah, yeah, verbal yeah, I saw that on the uh, the Instagram stories. Yeah, me verbal no soul studios and Enrique Graffi or you know Enrique Gonzalez, and dude, there's just what I love about those times is like we get back to the room and literally like there's this hour and a half where no one talks to each other because we're all just editing and going over our own footage, and then I like after that's imagine. up, we you know we all kind of come back and talk and be like, all right, that was insane. Why the fuck are we doing this? Like this is so painful. I'm all tired. Really, like, everyone's complaining about gear. Like, who got the best shot? Who got the best hey? So shot? <laughs> yeah, when you guys are at the house, out, 
Do you guys like bounce ideas off each other? And For shit? sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I've probably learned more about like the social media game, all that stuff from those couple times that I've stayed with guys than any Word. other stuff. Because it's just, you know, you kind of get all the information and knowledge that you wouldn't elsewhere. And, you know, you're, you're staying with them. So you're spending a lot of time with them. You know, you're always going yeah. back to the same place at night. You're eating, you know, meals and shit with them. I mean, how That's dope cool. is it to spend time, that type of time close by with people that do the same thing you do? you know oh for sure yeah. it's awesome yeah no i mean and it's like i said earlier like it it's invaluable because it's just yeah you know, it's just knowledge and stuff that translating over a phone like through text it just doesn't it doesn't come out the same so when you have a dude there who can look over your shoulder and be like hey man like try that do that oh yeah see that i got a lot more better now <laughs> you know shit like yeah. that yeah 100 percent. but yeah uh, so hatch what's up i was just gonna say uh Another thing about the rain. <laughs> the rain. <laughs> the rain. That's dude, what I gotta say about the rain. My God, dude, we didn't. There was nothing dry at some point. Dude, I was Our, watching. Uh, I was watching Ghost Sports, and I just see the pits. Like people's cleats are disappearing in the mud. Yeah, I'm like, dude, oh my gosh. Dude, no so time. good question. Because you weren't at the event. How, like, how bad did it look on Ghost Sports? Because I haven't. I haven't gone back and watched the games yet. I definitely will. Because. I don't know. It's oh, just fun look, to watch, but it, you could definitely tell it was dumping. It yeah, was for sure. Okay. Like it looked uncomfortable. For sure. <laughs> it was all right. It was for sure. Because um, the other thing was, is it also got colder that day too. So it was just soaking through Breeze, everything and just wind chill. Yeah, miserably cold and nah. It was one of those days that made you work to want to like actively play paintball and or film it. Did you guys pack for pack for the rain or no? So I didn't Hell this event. No, dude. I didn't because I had no clue it was gonna downpour like that. I feel like at every paintball event, like you kind of just have to throw it like a we've jacket been, in we've there. We've been lucky this year, though, bro. Like it hasn't really, like I don't Is know. Is that the first rain of all the events so far? It rained in Florida. There's been sprinkles, Florida. but nothing like Florida rain's different, though. Yeah, that was not like Florida yeah. rain is like an hour or two. Actually, this this year's the beginning of Florida, dude. It was actually insane one day. Like, we were at the World War Paint booth. No joke. Yeah. We had to hold that bitch down. On Thursday. I remember that. Oh, on Thursday, true. yeah. That is true. But, and man, I yeah. remember, like, diving under a semi-truck, dude. Like, a, one of the paint trucks, dude, just to survive being onslaught of uh, awnings being blown at me through the crazy I wind. I think it, it, it also rained in Philly, didn't it? I want to say it rained I in think Philly. it did, but, like... I don't know. It was obviously different. not memorable enough. Cause like, that's what I'm saying. I, like I Chicago has been the first time I've remembered at a paintball event that I was like, I do not want to be filming right now. Like this is absolutely miserable. <laughs> like I'm going to lose my camera. I'm going to lose gear. Like you've been to Dallas. Dude, my this gun got sucks. fried, bro. My goddamn gun got fried. I'm so pissed. Wait, you're not only with- are you getting lit up on the sideline now, but now it's, pouring rain on top of you that's yeah yeah like and a, your mask is getting wet you can't see shit you you have a, a so you have your monitor and then you have a plastic bag over your monitor and then you have your visor that's all wet and then you have you know, or your like inside lens that's getting wet so you're you're just trying to see through all these things to see if you're in focus or not and it's just oh, so where's the swag for the for the camp for the media guys dude we gotta make you guys some some camera bags yeah, I mean, so... we we got like waterproof bags and stuff. Um, it was just, dude, I didn't pack mine. I'm literally looking at the one I have right now, and it's in the same spot it was before I left the event. And I really wish it was with me <laughs> at the event. <laughs> and one thing that I wanted to say is like uh, that kind of rain that was on Sunday. You cannot prepare for that shit. It was so 
there was so much rain and it was lasting so long at that point it's like <clears throat> excuse me you're like struggling just to find dry stuff to wipe your mask with right to clean your shit off yeah it we gets... actually uh ran out of paper towels and micros for uh our game for third yeah that's that's the worst because it, like it, it just gets to a point where like every single micro you have is already wet so you can't try anything yeah. off like you know your shit starts to get mud in it because that ground out there at the gaelic park it's a really nice ground when it's not raining, but when it's raining, it's a very rocky, like underneath the, the grass, underneath the soil. So it doesn't really absorb any water and it just sits there. So like you just have these massive puddles, like all this mud yeah, building we'll up. Yeah, we'll say watching ghost sports, you could tell like people would just, you know, they put a foot down and splash, you know, you can like tell with just with footsteps. It was crazy. You could tell there was a lot of water out there. Yeah. Even watching the 49er game, dude, that shit was crazy. Yeah, it, well, it was it was funny. So we saw that like highlight of that when we were watching Sunday Night Football, and we we're like, oh shit, where are they? Looks pretty wet there. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, so yeah. crazy. I said the same thing the other day. I was like, hey, where this, where's this game at? And I was like, oh, they're in Chicago. That, no wonder. It's dumping on Ghost Sports right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was, like, it was rough for sure. Days on that rain and grass. And I'm not even going to lie. Okay, so for me... Obviously, probably every front player is going to know about what I'm talking about. The goddamn curse mark, you know what I'm saying, on your wrists from diving all the time, right? 100%. Oh, man. Where you have no no more fabric left on the elbow pad. Dude, I have like uh, I have like a huge scar. Like, in like a, now it's like a scab, basically, because uh, a couple weeks ago, we were playing on the grass field, which we usually don't do at Capital Edge, right? Uh, and I don't, like, probably third point of the day, I dive on a stake and, like, Get, dig into my hand good right and i'm so guessing that hasn't even, like, fully healed and then i play chicago the ground like in the dorito one was being dived on so much right that it would just became like fucking cement yeah and, man i'd like rip my whole scab off and just bleeding everywhere and i was like holy shit bro yeah that's rough sometimes the playing ground can be great and sometimes it can be just kind of miserable and you just gotta well, you just gotta the deal also goes hard to paint you know what I'm saying? Well, people realize that. deep in that shit. Yeah, Hatch. Yeah. How you guys not what? This is, I'm going to say this, and too. you guys are going to laugh. I actually, we've never played a, I've personally never played an event or even a match on real grass before. Oh, no, not yet. Crazy, right? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've been playing, we've been playing a lot of WC and just West Coast paintball, and on average, I feel like you just see turf. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I fine. would say most events and most fields at this point have gone to turf, which it does make sense. It's easier to maintain. It's easier to have people play on it every single weekend. You know, it's right. It's just, you know, easier to maintain, like I said. But what is cool with the NXLs is we go to these events that have grass and it's a different style of paintball. It really is. Like guys can make different moves. They can make slides like easier and, and they can like extend stuff out a little further. Um, I, I think it is a different like you know how tennis how they'll go to like different playing grounds dirt grass For turf sure, yeah and it it Clay does affect the game i really think it does it just kind of really does, yeah it, yeah it, it's a little bit of a difference maker dude i was just talking to my my buddy jay my teammate and he he and i were just talking about this is like imagine you know that rain that you guys and i can i'm i'm assuming the moves were more difficult to make you know you can't get your footing properly so you're not going to have the yeah. same amount of jump off the box that's uh, yeah, so I, got shot, I got a shot because like 100% the, 
box was just I was, fucking muddy. I was talking to yeah. Alex Fraji about this at the event, and he was saying, you know, he thinks it's easier to shoot people off the break when it is raining super heavily because, sure. yeah, sometimes, you know, you'll get water in your barrel and you'll just shoot squirrely. But if your gun's shooting straight, it's going to be easier because that dude, you know, he's trying to push out through an inch and a half of mud and his foot is just right, going to sink back. and an extra three steps. Exactly. He's going to be slower. Affects, uh, it also affects breakouts, too. It affects strategy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you're not sure. able to, yeah, if you're like, not able to run. Yeah, yeah like, I just can't make it. sliding for days. That type of terrain, you know? I want to say, I think, I think actually... Uh, one thing like in our semifinals match that we ended up losing by one to New York Wrecking Crew, uh, they actually were sending it to the snake like every point because it was way harder for us to actually shoot that dude because a lot of times we're going out there, our barrels are wet, we're getting squirrelies, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and uh, and you have the mud uh, dive effect too. You know yeah, I, I was like, and slide. where I was making they noticed that they're gonna, Go ahead, brother. My fault. Oh, my bad. Uh, sometimes I felt like I was like make, literally making it to my spot because it was so wet, right? I was slipping, sliding like a motherfucker, getting like way more distance than I normally would. There was yeah. one where I even overslid it where I was like, oh, I guess I'm in the next spot, I guess. Right. Diving like 10 feet earlier and still oversliding your bunker. Right. I bet you the um, going back to that semifinals match, like they probably just exploited that that snake run too because they noticed that you guys couldn't shoot them. Yeah, well, and honestly, no, like, they, they, they were they were hitting it. their shots, and we just were not hitting our shots off the break straight up. Yeah, 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 and that, and that could be a huge difference maker, especially well, in a condition a like that. Yeah, no, and it sucked too because, like, dude, as Hatch, like we were smoking a lot of people off the break the first yeah. two days man like, and i'm not i think we might have shot one dude in the semifinals game off the rip no joke just so it's like down, when you go yeah. from like mills off the break a game to one you know that's it, vastly different. definitely yeah. different. instead yeah, of playing every playing point, five bodies every time yeah exactly the three or four you know yeah 100 yeah, percent. well and i think i was a gonna huge s- difference yeah i think i was gonna say that too is like if you guys were doing that solidly for the first two days and then you ran into a point where like that wasn't happening you know you're just getting to spots where especially in the rain if you're down bodies off the break it's so much harder to try and work that back because just getting to the next bunker could be so much more of a challenge you can get shot easier like it it, the rain is just it is such a wild card in paintball and i love watching paintball in the rain i don't love being in it (laughs) it is it is so hard here boys i'm not gonna lie yeah i was freezing my balls off dude oh my god God. And I think that's another seems like it makes the game a little more interesting for sure. For sure. And I yeah. think I think it adds that layer too, like Hatch said, of you know, you were cold, so like it almost makes you like have to want it more. Like, you know, the team mm. that goes oh, out there I kind know. of like Oh, oh this I sucks. I don't wanna be here, like, you know, feeling that versus the team who's like, fuck it, we're cold, we're wet, but we're still gonna like play the same way we always do. Wants I it think, more. Yeah, I think that team's already at an advantage in a way. I feel like we could compare that out in Arizona to the heat here, you know? Like, yeah. we have some days in August and July where it's, you know, 115. For sure, And we're brother. still playing, you know? So it's oh, like, yeah. God damn. <laughs> dude, yeah, when dude. I lived in Vegas, I got used to that. Oh, my gosh. It's it's a different it's level brutal. of heat. It's Oh, for sure. Like, hell, even it's just going outside on 90s. those days. Dude, yeah, I mean, you guys have the humidity a little bit, but it's like the – just the pure heat, the sun coming down on you, one fifteen. You have full gear. It's just so yeah. tough. 
yeah the uv index is like 24 (laughs) you're just burning the second you're outside off at the end of practice and i have like a red goggle burn you know (laughs) yeah because it's so hot yeah for sure all right like an egg out there on the turf yeah all right well to the rubber I'm uh I mean I'm I'm pretty much wrapped up with like the shit I wanted to talk about tonight. I know we were talking about the event. Um we brought Dylan on. I guess like one final thing I wanted to mention is uh later on in this week, um I'm going to be dropping a mic'd up video with Harris. Um so he's going to be Harris oh. Hussein from New York Extreme. Oh, that's going to be some so, good content. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, funny, for bro. sure. Um he's going to be the first of a couple guys that I was able to mic up while I was out at the event. Um so there's going to be some more of those ones coming. I got uh Thomas Kim from San Diego Aftermath, um Ronnie Dizon and Chad Yaya Boucher from uh, oh, Houston Heat. Uh, all good ones. We also got Dalton Vanderbilt from San Diego Dynasty, although that video is going to be more for Dynasty itself, but you guys will still see that. So yeah, yeah Ryan's we've been, dropped some fire, bro. We've been yeah, right. <laughs> dude. And the name I, of for sure. I worked Please, my ass I'm off while I was work. out there, and uh, you Boy. know we got some stuff that's going to be coming out here. So kind of pay, pay, you know, stay tuned, pay attention to that. Check out the YouTube channel, um, you know, Mafia Productions. Go search it up real quick subscribe. and hit the subscribe button. But yeah, also make sure to check out Sunday Certified. Also, no, hey, for dude. sure. I wanted to bring that up. I wasn't up. gonna self plug, but yeah. No, I, I wanted to bring that up, Dylan. <laughs> um, what, what's your What's your Instagram? Uh, it's just Sunday period certified. Okay. So you guys will see. It's got the diamond there. You can't miss it. Perfect. And then uh, I'm guessing, like, is do you have a website as well that you sell stuff? I off do. Yeah. Of, or? Just SundayCertified.com. You can go ahead and order, um, you know, custom bands on there. Um, every now and then in between custom projects, I'll uh, take some time to make some stuff and just kind of drop it randomly. So some people have. Um, the opportunity to kind of swoop something up real quick without having sure. to wait, you know, nice. a month for a custom. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you can DM me on Instagram. That's an easy way to do it too. I like to go back and forth with everybody and kind of just an easy way to get an idea for, for what sure. you guys are and trying to get done. If so. you guys are listening to this show right now and you send Dylan the DM, you try to work with him, you get a podcast, you know, something going on, let him know you came from the podcast. You know, I, I want to see oh, if yeah. any of you guys kind of are interested do. in it because I, I mean, you guys saw the, the the headband that he made for me for the Patreon giveaway. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the other ones, but dude makes fire quality. Like, I'm I really right. love that band, and it's one that I'm gonna cherish for a while. So I, I mean, I I wanted to say that on the show, but I, I appreciate you taking the time to make that for me, man. Hell yeah, dude! I appreciate you uh, showing love and support, and um, you know, I'm always happy to do something with you. If you want to do another one, man, let's do it. Yeah, um, for sure. I was actually thinking about potentially doing one for the show in a way and kind of having that dope. be, you know, something that we maybe raffle off to someone or one of our followers. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about cool, that a little man. bit more oh, for sure. Dude, we'll say everybody in this ideas. call right now um, on the podcast right now, hit me up in DM and I'll get you guys a headband. So, yeah, oh, for sure. There you guys go. Christmas came early, Fire. dude. How do you know my birthday was next month? <laughs> <laughs> hit me up for real. Uh, reach out to me on Instagram um, and, uh, for Just sure. talk to me about what, what you want to get done. We'll get something done for you guys. Let's get the boys laced up. I love that. I appreciate oh, that, Dylan. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Of course. Sure. I appreciate you guys having me in and uh, and let me talk a little bit about the brand and just uh, shoot the shit with you guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, yeah. I think that about does it for us tonight, guys. So as always, for Austin Kane, uh, for Sunday Certified, for uh, Stephen Hatch, and that's for Evan Fernandez, wild. that's hey. going to be episode number seven. So I appreciate all you guys for listening to the show and have a good rest of your night. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.